your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel on Tuesday, September 16th, and this show, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope. I'm Terry Aranga. I'm here with some wonderful, motivated advocates from the National Autism Association, Rita Schreffler, Executive Director, Wendy Fournier, President, Anne Brasher, Vice President, and Lori McElwain, Vice Chairperson of the Board. Sometimes you look at something someone's written and gasp at how clever it is. That's what happened when I read this, Hopeism, now affecting one in 150, in a flyer about the National Autism Conference. And I thought, Hopeism, that's the new paradigm. Ladies, welcome to Voice America. Thank you, Terry. It's been good to be here. How and why did you write those eloquent words? Uh, well, I, you know, um, it just, I don't like for people to address my son as autism, um, and that seems to always happen with our kids. They just can't get the past that he is a, as a child, um, that all of our children are just people, and the autism is separate. Uh, so if I wanted him to be addressed as anything, since I can't get away from this label, it's uh, it's hopeful. Lord, so, hopeism it was. You brought up such a great point. You brought up the fact that autism is a label, and it doesn't really address the underlying physiological conditions that are um, part of autism and that can be treated. Would you like to comment on this? Uh, exactly, and you know, too many people get hung up on the word, and they associate um, the symptoms uh, with the umbrella diagnosis as a whole. Uh, and that sort of it, it doesn't sort of it definitely hurts our kids uh, because when they go to the doctor's office, all the doctor hears is autism. Uh, you know, when people say you know autism is a gift, um, I I disagree. I think my child's the gift. I think autism is a collection of symptoms that makes his life very uncomfortable. So I like to address him as the child and not the diagnosis. Yeah, that's a good point. I definitely wouldn't think of um, excruciating gastrointestinal pathology as a gift to our children. And have you heard of any stories where when a child goes to the doctor, say, uh, a gastroenterologist or general practitioner complaining of things like constipation or diarrhea, they just look at that label of autism and say, oh, well, it's just part of autism, and don't give that child the same treatment as a- another child or an adult would get? Absolutely. We hear that story so often, Terry, from parents whose children are obviously in pain and are sick, 
Um, the gastrointestinal symptoms are so common among our children that are affected and many times are completely ignored. It seems that a, a lot of mainstream physicians, once, once they hear that um, the word autism, they automatically think um, it's, it's not treatable, uh, it's a you know, lifelong disorder, and there's nothing you can do about it. And so they don't uh, really explore the possibility that you can help these children to, to get better on a physical and biological level. I think autism is addressed, you know, the diagnosis criteria needs to change from simply behavioral. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the problem when you get them to a doctor. They say autism is behavioral. These children also have real medical issues. And what's happening, what's happening so often is they, uh, they just observe behavior and then render an opinion and don't even look at the underlying abnormalities that could respond to treatment. And this would be like someone that's diabetic that uh, breaks his arm, let's say, and then they, they're told, well, that's, that's part of your disease, so we're not going to treat that. And so these, these kids deserve the same kind of medical treatment that people with other medical conditions receive. So it's not some hopeless psychiatric diagnosis. We, we know that things that are happening in the gut or the immune system, uh, as we you know, discussed last week on our show, can affect the brain if you know, peptides go through an impaired gut wall, undigested, they can go up and, and affect cognition, affect thinking, affect behavior. So this isn't a hopeless genetic or um, psychological diagnosis. No, That's I think right. if Jenny McCarthy made any profound statement, it was, if you don't think there is a brain-gut connection, let's go to a bar and take some shots. <laughs> um, that makes sense to most people. They can understand that, and I wish they could understand that about the children, that their intestinal problems affect their brain. So you wrote these words, Lori, hopeism, now affecting one in 150, and that's just one of the cleverest things that I've ever read, and I think that it's... Um, a marvelous and eloquent testimonial to how far the kids have come and how far they can go. And at the National Autism Conference, and I'd like to give everyone the website for that, www.nationalautismconference.org, you are going to have some marvelous speakers, including um, those who can speak to the gut-brain connection and how we can help children with this. And would somebody like to start telling me about your speakers? I can do that. This is Wendy. Um, our conference is um, a four-day event happening in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and this conference is geared primarily toward parents to empower them with knowledge about the different um, aspects of illness that their children are suffering from and to um, help them understand the symptoms of autism and how they can be caused by underlying biological factors. We have experts that will be speaking at this conference that are, you know, physicians who are actively treating kids um, with an autism diagnosis but treating them from a biomedical standpoint, and they're going to be sharing with parents what they can do at home to help their children to feel better and to function better. Um, Speaking of the gut-brain connection, uh, Dr. Andy Wakefield is going to be one of our speakers, and he is, of course, 
um, the utmost expert um, probably in the world about the connection between the gastrointestinal system and, uh, and our children, how they're affected. So we're very excited to have Dr. Wakefield there. Um, he's done some incredible research and was really the first person to, um, to let the, the medical community know that there is something going on in the intestines of these children that is affecting brain function. Mm-hmm. And I see that you also have Dr. Bradstreet there, and he works just tons of children. Right. Dr. Bradstreet is uh, an incredible physician, and he has been working with children with autism for many years now. He has a, a clinic in Florida and also in Arizona now. And he's been really leading the way among a lot of the um, Defeat Autism Now doctors who work under the umbrella of the Autism Research Institute founded by um, our dear Bernie Rimland. And um, Dr. Bradstreet is is an innovator. He's always looking uh, for something that will help our children. And, and I, like, I like the way he thinks outside of the box. And um, he's really opened up a lot of doors for a lot of children. And he has recovered a lot of children through his clinic. So we're very happy to have Dr. Bradstreet presenting. What's Steve Walker going to be talking about? Um, Steve Walker is going to be discussing um, a research study done at Wake Forest University on uh, measles virus being found in the intestinal tissue of children with autism. And we don't have a whole lot of information on this study because it hasn't been published yet. And um, so we're very much looking forward to hearing him talk on the record about his research. Absolutely. Um, that sounds exciting because you can't get that information everywhere. Now, some of these speakers um, you don't find at every conference, and I'd like to, to focus on some of those speakers who you're having, like uh, is it uh, Marianne Adams and Lori Unum? And... Okay. Well, Marianne Adams, um, she is a mom, and uh, she works as a tax consultant. And she's going to be conducting a workshop on income taxes and disabilities to help parents to um, be able to take advantage of deductions that you can make on your income taxes for medical treatments for your kids um, and prescriptions, um, that kind of thing. There are a lot of us who don't understand that, you know, once your your expenses exceed a certain amount, you are eligible for deductions, deductions in your income tax. And when um, your health insurance doesn't cover a whole lot for the treatments that you're doing for your kids, that deduction can definitely be very helpful for the parents. Wow. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because once you find out that, indeed, there are efficacious biomedical treatments available that are moving children forward and, and recovering children, um, then you face, you know, how am I going to get insurance to pay for this? You know, how am I going to pay for this? And, oh, I've spent this much. What can I do? So that sounds really helpful. Very helpful. And, you know, there are so many parents in this community that are struggling not only just to pay their bills, but when you have medical expenses on top of that and therapy expenses that are not covered by your school district or your medical insurance, it is a huge struggle. This is a very common problem in this community. Tell us about Lori Unum and Laura Marshak. Well, Lori Unum um, is a mom from South Carolina. She's also an attorney. And on the same subject, understood the need for insurance coverage 
for the treatments that our kids are getting that are just not being covered. And Lori um, wrote and introduced and got passed legislation in the state of South Carolina that forces health insurance companies to cover the types of treatments that our kids are, are commonly getting. Wow. So this it would be great to hear Lori because she would be able to give other parents in other states some really helpful hints about how to move legislation forward in their states. Right. And Lori is, is just a prime example of the, the incredible parent advocates that we find in this community because, you know, there's not a lot of help for our kids, and so the parents take it upon themselves to make it happen. And we'll be back with these incredible advocates in a few moments. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within, your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with wonderful advocates from the National Autism Association, Rita Schreffler, Wendy Fournier, Ann Brasher, Lori McElwain. And before the break, we were talking about the National Autism Conference, and that's at www.nationalautismconference.org. 
And uh, on the break, uh, we were just chatting amongst ourselves about how some of our neighbors seem to have a lot of power tools. And you may wonder, what does this have to do with the conference? But they're going to have a great dad's workshop. And, Wendy, would you like to tell us about this? I would love to. Um, we are, we're doing something that I don't believe has been done at an autism conference before. We're having a workshop that is just for dads. <clears throat> and um, the workshop is going to be conducted by Jonathan Tarbox. He's from the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. This is an organization founded by Doreen Grand-Pache, who is a wonderful advocate for all of our kids. And Jonathan is going to have a workshop for dads on Thursday evening, November 13th, and they're going to talk about the issues that dads face, the unique issues that dads face, having a child with autism. They're going to talk about some of the um, emotional things that the dads may be feeling going through. You know, I've, I've talked to dads who um, really have a hard time when they come to that realization that, they're, you know, they can't go outside in the backyard and play baseball with their son. And things like that are, are very heartbreaking, but they don't really have the opportunity to talk about that, that kind of thing very often. So there'll be a little bit of chat about those kind of emotional issues. But primarily the workshop is going to be um, designed to help dads to engage in meaningful play with their children so that they can teach them as, as they're playing and having fun and how to keep them engaged, um, effective ways to teach their kids life skills, you know, even things like toilet training where dads, you know, sometimes feel um, they don't quite know where to go with, with uh, approaching and teaching their children. They have seem to have a bit of a harder time than a lot of the moms do. So I'm very excited about that, and I hope we'll have a lot of a lot of dads turning out. That's fantastic. You know, and you mentioned about dads playing with their kids in more natural situations, and James Partington is presenting as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Dr. Partington is going to give a presentation on verbal behavior, which is um, sort of incorporates applied behavior analysis with play. And it can be a very effective therapy for our kids, and, and uh, it's, it's a great way to, for parents to connect with their children and, and teaching them how to communicate in a playful way. Now, your conference is being held in Fort Lauderdale, uh, I believe, at the beautiful Bonaventure, and you can tell us more about that in a minute, but that's your keynote speaker is so appropriate for where you're holding your conference. Right. Our keynote speaker is Congressman and Dr. Dave Weldon. Um, he's Congressman, obviously, from Florida, and um, Dr. Weldon is going to be leaving Congress this year after many, many years of service to this country. And um, we're so happy that he's going to join us because he has been an incredible advocate for our kids, um, fighting alongside us um, for safer immunizations in this country, introducing some cutting-edge legislation, going where no man has gone before. So we very much appreciate his work, and we're going to have the opportunity to show him how much at this conference. Oh, wait a minute. I just thought of this. You mean this is going? Is this going to be Dr. Weldon's last keynote at an autism conference before he retires? It probably will be. Oh my! Well, this is a great opportunity to get uh, you know to see him and thank him. Absolutely, he's he's wonderful. Now, Wendy, you mentioned a little bit earlier about you know families struggling. We were talking about insurance and taxes, and NAA has this wonderful program, the Helping Hand program. Right. The, the Helping Hand program is a program that we started a few years ago 
because we saw a tremendous need in the community um, for financial assistance to help parents pay for therapies and medical treatments. And um, we established this grant program so that parents who are in financial need can fill out an application and um, they can be awarded a grant of up to $1,500 that is paid directly to the service provider, whether it's a, a therapy provider or a physician that's working with the child. And um, Ann Brasher, our vice president, actually administrates that program. I'm sure she can give you lots of other information. Certainly. Um, we wish it was uh, much more than $1,500, but in general, $1,500 will do summer camp. It will do some therapy. It will get an initial visit to a, a doctor. It will cover the 20% insurance doesn't cover on um, a colonoscopy. So we know we're helping, especially with the families who are right on the edge. And Many of our families have multiple children on the spectrum. Um, and what they face um, is just almost insurmountable. So, you know, we recognize the need, and we're just trying to fill the slot. And for a long time, we've been the only ones. Uh, there are some others coming on, although they're not funding yet. Um, but I'm anxiously awaiting because there's certainly more kids than there is money. Uh, well, and there's a great need in the area. Well, Anne, I know uh, a mom told me how delighted she was when you called her right about Mother's Day, and I know you've expressed in the past the way you feel when you call someone. Yeah, that's the best part of directing this program. The, the hard part's going through the applications and trying to figure out who. Uh, but to make those calls, and especially when it's around something like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas time, whatever, then I get an extra boost to keep me going, I think. I probably get more out of it than they do. Um, but, yeah, it because it's every inch of the way, and we all have someone affected with autism, so we know it's a daily struggle. And uh, I think when some little ray of light comes along, like the grant, that they can keep going, um, it, it does as much for the heart as it does the soul. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, and the best gift that you can possibly give a mom for Mother's Day is to help her child. Absolutely. Now, you're also um, working with the Elias Tembenis Walk for Autism. Would somebody like to let our listeners know what that's about, how that came about, and the progress of the walkers? Well, I initially got an email from the father, and... Um, <laughs> of course, shed many tears because they lost their child to the seizures related to autism. Um, but we quickly <coughs> gathered together, and uh, Lori's just phenomenal as our doing all our PR, so I'll throw that one to Lori, and she can tell you where she went from there. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, Harry is uh, Elias's dad, Gina's um, uh, his mom, and just the most amazing parents ever. They made me feel better on the phone when I when I called them uh, about their son who had passed away a couple days before Thanksgiving of last year. And Harry, uh, you know, talked to me about uh, two friends of theirs uh, that uh, went to the funeral and brought it up to Harry. Hey, we're going to go across America on the Discovery Trail, and we want to do it in honor of your son. Uh, 
and we'd like to raise money along the way. And so from there, you know, Elias contacted Anne, and and uh, since then, you know, we have a couple of websites. Um, there's www.eliaswalk.com. Um, there's also through our website a link to our Elias Walk page. And uh, these two men, Bobby and Robert, uh, are, are walking across America. Um, they started in May. They're probably going to end around December-ish. Uh, in Washington, D.C., they've been tremendous. You know, it's really tough for these guys to be out there uh, alone and uh, taking a beating every day from, you know, the wind and just, just general fatigue and uh, being hungry and sleepy and all of that. And they're doing it, you know, for our kids and for Elias, and we thank them so much. And uh, just any support we can get from anybody would be great. But uh, Harry, uh, Tim Bennis, and his wife, Gina, were the ones that made it all happen, so great people and a great cause. And the link is www.nationalautismassociation.org forward slash Elias Walk forward slash I have index.htm. That's the link I saw on your site. Is that correct? That's that's exactly right. And there's a link right from the homepage. So if you just go to nationalautism.org, you can find it very easily. Okay. Another uh, part of the uh, the Helping Hand program, I I uh, promised I would mention this nice young man named Josh Shaw, who um, has T-shirts. He's a um, an artist, and he has T-shirts for which the conceptual designs are done by kids with autism. So, would somebody like to tell us about Josh? It's going to Helping Hand. Yeah, sure. This is Wendy again. Um, Josh called me a few weeks ago, and um, he told me that he had this t-shirt company and he was creating shirts with designs on them that were drawn by children with autism and he wanted the proceeds from sales of his t-shirts to help children with autism and we we discussed the helping hand program and he thought that it would be a perfect match so Josh um, has agreed to donate the funds that he generates to the Helping Hand program, and it'll go directly to help families pay for their kids' treatments. He's a great guy. He's a young guy. He's uh, full of energy. Um, he's working with musicians and um, getting the musicians to actually model the shirts for him. So it's it's uh, it's very cool. He has a, a website set up where the T-shirts can be viewed and purchased. And that website is www.seedofservo.com. So I hope everybody will take a look at it. The designs are gorgeous. Yeah, I think one of the bands is called something like Margo and the Nuclear Sosos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> pretty cool stuff. Well, <laughs> it's pretty cool the way that when people are looking for uh, a way to help the kids, they're drawn to the National Autism Association's Helping Hand program because it exactly matches what's in their heart and how they want to help the kids. Right, and and what I love about about our organization in general, it's very very important to me. Is people make a donation for a certain program, whether it's our Family First program, which we'll talk about, or the Helping Hand project, or research, any donations that are earmarked to a specific program, absolutely 100% of that donation goes into that program. So if you donate $100 to Helping Hand, 
$100 will go to help a family with nothing taken out of that. That's so wonderful to know. And we want to thank our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be back in a few moments with the wonderful ladies from the National Autism Association. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Tune in on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart, the program that takes you on a journey through grief after the death of a child. Join Dr. Gloria Horsley, marriage and family therapist and bereaved parent, while she interviews and discusses with other bereaved parents and siblings how they have coped with the death of a child and gone on to create and realize new dreams. So tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart with Dr. Gloria Horsley, right here on Voice America Health and Wellness. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Welcome back. And we just want to remind people about the wonderful National Autism Conference, the dates. And the location, and can someone supply these facts? Um, I can, Terry. Um, the conference will take place beginning Thursday, November 16th, running through Sunday, November 16th. Did I say the 13th through the 16th, I hope? And that's going to be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at um, the Hyatt Bonaventure Resort and Conference Center, a beautiful resort and spa location. Book a couple of extra days to sit by the pool and drink margaritas. What if someone wants to pre-register and drink a tequila sunrise? That's fine. Any kind of alcohol is is absolutely fine. If you want to drink while you're registering for the conference, you can do so at your personal computer by going to the website. Um, We have a discounted registration rate um, running through September 30th. So if you sign up early, you will save $25. 
Okay, so a good deal on pre-registration for these wonderful speakers. Um, Wendy, you were talking about the um, the workshop for dads, and you were talking about the wonderful Helping Hand program, and I just want to give people the link to that, uh, www.nationalautismassociation.org forward slash helpinghand.php. And then you alluded to the Family First program. Well, you know, talking about dads, sometimes we know that the dads aren't always around because mom and dad uh, split up, and NEA is helping with this now. Right. Actually, um, Lori McElwain has set up this program called Family First to try to help families stay together because it's very stressful in a marriage to have a child with special needs. And um, so Lori puts this program together. And Lori, you want to tell everybody about it? Sure. Uh, this is a grant-based program similar to Helping Hand, except couples uh, can get a thousand, up to $1,000 for marital counseling. Um, we set up this program based on need. There is a, a divorce rate that's sort of floating out there uh, that's supposed to be for the autism community. No one's really uh, been able to find the source of that, but it looks like it's around 80%. Um, uh, and, but we based our, our program on need, uh, hearing from all of our community and, and seeing what they need, and it's really, really tough uh, on marriages. It just is, and we're not saying that the child causes this. We're saying, again, it's it's autism. Uh, it is you know all of the the financial stresses and all of the extra things that these couples are faced with. It's insomnia at night when you're when your child's up at two o'clock in the morning and and it's you know constant constant care um, and it does wear on you when you can't get out when you can't just sort of have your own identity and be yourself. It, it wears on you so. Uh, people can apply for this grant. Um, my, my funding will open up again in 2009. Um, people can send applications through our website, and that's uh, nationalautismassociation.org forward slash family first. And uh, download an application. Uh, that will come to me. Uh, similar to Ann, I get to uh, tell people when they've received a grant for up to $1,000 and they can use it at their discretion. Uh, we help them find counselors. We make sure the counselors are um, <clears throat> able to provide the, mo the most amount of guidance for their situation, um, and we provide these funds directly to the counselor. And I've uh, gotten a lot of great feedback, and, I, you know, it's, it's just a way, again, just to keep families together. Well, you're really, your organization is really uh, addressing root causes of distress from all different approaches. Um, when you're talking about the exhaustion of the 24-7 care, autism never, you know, takes a vacation and how that wears on a marriage. Well, your Helping Hand program is helping families get biomedical care for their children and address the root causes of what's happening with them, their, their pain and their behaviors. Um, and so by helping heal a child, you're helping to heal a family because as the child gets better, there's less stress on the family. And that's one of the reasons that it's it's just so compassionate for the child's sake and the family's sake to heal that child, heal their real uh, physiological um, conditions. And the other things you're addressing, like um, 
the Counseling with the Family First program through your conference with telling people how they can get insurance coverage or get help with their taxes for the money they've spent. All of these things will help alleviate stress on the family. It's just so wonderful. I think part of the difference (laughs) with NAA is we're all living it. So perhaps we all see the need, the true need. There are a lot of things that are wonderful to be doing for our families, and then there's what needs to be done for our families, what what everybody's living and everybody understands um, the needs to be. You know, and, and maybe that's the difference, that we live the need. And that's a really good point. And I think that that also reminds me of something that Wendy alluded to right before we went on break, and that is that 100%, um, she said 100%, you know, goes to help the, the child, and there's no there's no big overhead. None. 41 cents stamped to send the letter out, you know. And um, NAA pays for that. Yeah, <clears throat> NAA pays for that, so... There you, yeah, go. We, you, know, you know, our donation to to the Helping Hand program is implementing the program. So there is there are no overhead fees involved. Um, Ann works to administrate that program strictly on a volunteer basis, and it is a huge job. Um, but the the other expenses that are involved in implementing that are all covered by NAA's general fund, which we primarily raise money for through uh, our online store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we sell a lot of sep- supplements and different things that are needed for the children at the lowest price possible to the family, and yet that little profit we get helps to fund what few costs there are for our programs. Right. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. I think, you know, your heart is really in this, and people can feel confident that when, you know, you have a like the Elias Tembenis walk, that money is going to go back in to benefit the kids. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about FOUND and Project Lifesaver. And I know that Lori is uh, spearheading an initiative for an alert system to keep our kids safe. Uh, yeah, um, basically, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but Amber Alerts don't apply to our children. Um, if uh, our children wander off um, and we call 911, an Amber Alert cannot be issued for our children, and that is because it only applies to those who have been abducted. Uh, with the increase of wandering-related deaths within our community, because it, autism is now at 1 in 150 children, uh, you know, we have to do something. We have to have an organized alert system that helps find our children who are out there wandering. Um, this came about after, you know, uh, actually Wendy's mom raised a ton of money that we weren't expecting. And this is this is the best, you know, uh, place that it can go, a safety initiative, and the Amber Alert sort of falls under that. Um, I'm knocking on legislators' doors uh, trying to, to find somebody who will, you know, create some legislation uh, for our kids. So when they go missing, there's a ready-made search effort, uh, organized and, and first class, ready to go, uh, because our, our kids, they just, they don't have a whole lot of time when they're out there. They're attracted to water. Uh, they don't understand safety a lot of times. Um, 
you know, most of our kids have, have wandered off. We took a, a, a survey and uh, of, of people who have had kids who've wandered off, and 92% have had uh, kids prone to wandering. And we need that alert system. There's a silver alert out there that only pertains to uh, people with adults with cognitive impairments. So that alert system doesn't help our kids either. It only helps people who are 18 years or older uh, unless you live in Colorado. Uh, and then it applies to everybody. But we really need somebody out there who's going to, you know, take charge, a legislator who's going to put something in place that gets an alert system for our kids. So when we call, you know, it goes out to the media outlets, it goes out to the public, hey, there's a child missing, and uh, that's what's going to help our kids get home quicker. Uh, and we need that. So tell us about um, any distinctions and the mechanics of sound and Project Lifesaver, are they the same? Do they include different things? Uh, you know, sound is basically, a safe, it's our safety initiative. So a couple of things fall under sound, but the main thing is funding for Project Lifesaver equipment. And Project Lifesaver is, a, is a tracking equipment, uh, most times available through the sheriff's office of each county. And the kids uh, are able to have a, a wristband that, that can track them. So if they are missing, you can call 911, get their exact uh, location, and uh, they can be recovered that way. Uh, Wendy's mom, again, raised a ton of money for us we weren't expecting. Uh, with that, we were able to fund eight counties with Project Lifesaver equipment wow. uh, so that the kids in those counties could have uh, wristbands. Uh, also, we, we received an anonymous donation for $15,000 uh, and were able to fund two more counties. So our goal is to help fund as many counties as we can with this equipment so that uh, wandering-related death rate that's going on in our community will go down dramatically. Right, and if I could um, give you a little background on how that program works, um, the children are fitted with a wristband or it could be placed on their ankle as well, whatever they're comfortable with. And the wristband emits a unique radio signal every second. So if your child is missing, you call um, a number that you're given for a paging system, and immediately the rescuers in your area will head out with the equipment to track that wristband. The average find time is less than 30 minutes. We had a child recovered in Massachusetts over the weekend in 18 minutes. He wandered into a 400-acre forest. Mm. They found him in 18 minutes wow. and uh, very likely saved a child's life. So this is a very effective program with a 100% recovery rate. The wristbands are waterproof, so even if a child gets into water, they will be found. And even if we raise awareness on this and get people raising funds in their own community to initiate this program and do a fundraiser locally and get their particular county on board. You know, our children, so many of them can't speak or run when someone says stop. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's a unique situation, and we need the GPS on these kids. And we, and we also have funding. We need funding for this program. So anybody who's listening, especially corporate sponsors who have some money they'd like to donate, um, tax deductible, we need as much funding for this program as we can possibly get. And, I can and it helps their own counties. It helps yeah. their own counties and their own people. Uh, and 
you know, this this program is really important because the safety issue is huge right now. And we also have fundraising tools on our website where people can download uh, little promotional flyers if they want to have their own fundraiser within their own community. Uh, generic uh, promotional pieces that they can download, print out, have that fundraiser. It only takes, you know, 5600 bucks. 5600 bucks to get that equipment in there can save so many lives. And we'll provide you some links when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Jack LaLanne.com presents Jack LaLanne Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine LaLanne and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris LaLanne, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how, three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack LaLanne Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Hypnosis, what a completely misunderstood word. There are all kinds of myths and superstitions surrounding the concept of hypnosis. The truth is that it can be used safely in practices of health and wellness. Join consulting hypnotist Jennifer Van Wee for the program Hypnosis for Positive Life Changes and learn how to experience relaxation to enhance your ability to cope with stress and other complicated issues. Hypnosis for Positive Life Changes airs Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness network opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness welcome back to autism one a conversation of hope with terry aranga if you have a question or comment call us toll free at 866-472-5792 now back to the program here's terry we're back and we were talking with uh, Lori McElwain who is the vice chairperson of the board for the National Autism Association. We were talking about the need for an alert system, and I just want to let people know about some links. Um, if your child's prone to wandering or you know someone whose child is, a complete list of safety tips can be found on NAA's website at www.nationalautismassociation.org forward slash safety toolkit. And if you have any questions, Lori's email address is Lori, L-O-R-I, at nationalautism.org. 
Lori, you've really kind of been spearheading this effort, and I must say, NAA has a lot of good programs. Um, what kind of legislative action has been taken so far, and what more needs to be done? A lot needs to be done. Uh, you know, uh, just on my efforts and, and, and Rita Schreffler's, uh, we've contacted Kay Bailey Hutchinson's office, uh, Diane Feinstein, uh, Lloyd Doggett's office. Lloyd Doggett is a congressman who is uh, spearheading uh, the, legis- the national silver alert legislation, which in- encourages states to come up with nas- uh, silver alerts uh, within their state and provides funding for that. Again, though, Silver alerts only apply most of the time to adults. Only Colorado uh, allows for anybody with cognitive impairments to uh, have an alert for them should they go missing. Um, so I've contacted Lloyd, Do- Lloyd Doggett's office. I've, I've requested that if nothing else, please just follow Colorado's suit, encourage that, encourage that all states uh, allow all ages to, to get that service. And I've gotten a lot of doors slammed in my face. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that the Amber Alert does not cover our kids. They think that Amber Alert does, and, and that's why they've created Silver Alerts for adults. They, they have no idea that Amber Alert, if you try to issue an Amber Alert for one of our kids, it goes to a main central system within that state, and it will be blocked if that child is not abducted. It will be blocked if that child is uh, over the age of 17. Um, you cannot issue an Amber Alert by law for one of our kids, and uh, a lot of these lawmakers don't know that. So the the effort needs to focus on getting this information to your legislators, asking that an alert system be put in place for kids with autism and other uh, disabilities, because currently we have none. You know, I I hesitate to do this. This is so um, awful, but I, I think that especially if there are people listening who don't have an affected child, uh, to really drive this point home, and you don't have to use any names, but can you tell us one of the examples of an instance where an alert system would have helped save a child? Uh, well, you know, what comes to mind and what, what kind of kick-started this was uh, Benji Hale, nine-year-old um, in Michigan, who had gone missing, and uh, and they would not issue an Amber Alert because they could not. Uh, he was missing for three days, and his body was found three days later. Logan, Logan Tree is another one. Uh, Pennsylvania, I believe he was nine years old as well. I think Benji was seven, actually. And uh, Logan uh, died from prolonged exposure to the cold. Something like this could have helped him. Uh, these alerts are work for amber and silver for a reason. They work because it gets the word out. It helps people uh, get the information and find these people. We we must do something. You know, and um, thank you for doing this. What can parents do in their home state? Write your legislators. Tell them that our kids are are you know the. There's an increase in wandering-related deaths among our kids. Uh, nobody's doing anything about it. They need to put something in place that's going to protect these children who wander off. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lori. Now, um, was there additional information about the conference that you wanted to share and, and about the proceeds from the conference? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I'll let Rita talk a little bit about how those proceeds are used. Uh, yes, for, for people who, who don't know or to remind those who, who do, uh, everything that we make from our conference 
uh, goes back into our programs. We do save a little bit back for next year's conference, but a huge majority of what we make goes back into the programs that we've been discussing today, as well as research that we hope will lead to more effective treatments for our kids. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And talking about the effective treatments and coming full circle around to hopeism now affecting one in 150 when talking about the National Autism Conference, let's talk about some of the wonderful, encouraging success stories that all of you have heard with kids. I can jump in there. Um, Thanks, Wendy. I, I have uh, a very, very close friend of mine um, who lives nearby um, whose child was diagnosed uh, with PDD-NOS, and um, she immediately began biomedical treatments. She did a lot of research, um, started him on dietary interventions, and watched him get better very quickly. Um, moved on to other treatments based on uh, medical lab work that he had had done, found that he had heavy metal toxicity, um, did some chelation over the course of a year and a half, and uh, a lot of nutritional support. And this child has now lost his diagnosis, does not qualify for any diagnosis whatsoever, even ADD or ADHD. He's um, doing wonderfully in school. And he is a, a huge success story and, and one that I have watched uh, blossom with my own eyes. So it's really been inspiring. This is Ann, and I have an older grandson that's fully recovered. He never got an autism diagnosis, but uh, you could have put a ton of other initials around his diagnosis. Um, still fell within that spectrum. And I can tell you today that he is 20 years old, started his third year of college, drives, has a job, is on the dean's list, and is going to live a full and complete life. And nobody can put a price on that. Absolutely. And we had very little hope when we started with this. Um, so hopeism is important. It's not a promise. It's not a guarantee. But there is so much that can be done for these children uh, that mainstream's just not looking at. And and we've got to get the doors open to people hearing us, to to speaking with real mothers, real fathers who are living this. There I, is hope for the kids. I think that hope is one of the most efficacious interventions out there. Absolutely. You know what? Um, I think it was Stephen Shore. Parents were told to institutionalize him when he was uh, a little guy, and he's just gotten his doctorate. Yes, and, and he speaks all over the world. Yes, he's going all around the world. He teaches music to children who have autism. Well, and I've been blessed to run a support group for parents for close to 10 years now, so I have story after story after story, and, and my perspective is I see that parent come online not knowing a thing, and then I see the recovery story. You know, that the child is mainstreamed and in school and has lost a diagnosis. So they're out there. And thank you for sharing that with us. And, again, um, we want to thank our guests today from the National Autism Association, Rita Schreffler, Executive Director, Wendy Fournier, President, Ann Brasher, Vice President, Rory McElwain, Vice Chairperson of the Board, 
I encourage you to visit the National Autism Association's website at www.nationalautismassociation.org. And remember, there's that um, great discount for pre-registering for the National Autism Conference at www.nationalautismconference.org. For any questions about this show, please email me at tiaranga at autismone.org. Ladies, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. And again, we want to thank our sponsor, Enzymedica. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Enzymedica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.